You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Good morning to you. Welcome in. It is The Dan Patrick Show. I am Doug Gottlieb. He is J-Mac, Jason McIntyre. And you hopefully are enjoying a day off. It's President's Day and um, the day after the NBA All-Star Game. I think it's the day after the Olympics. I was told they started and ended. Can't tell you much else about it. We have a cornucopia, a plethora, a um, a potpourri of amazing sports topics. Uh, a week and a day removed from the Rams winning the Super Bowl. Jason, how are you? I'm excellent, man. Uh, an incredible weekend was had. I know there was no football, Doug, which made me sad, but... Get to do a lot of family stuff. Got to do a lot of sports myself. Uh, and, of course, Steph Curry, you know, won the weekend, which is nice. He's, you know, one of my favorite players in the history of sports since I've what, been alive. He won uh, what weekend? Why? Well, he won the weekend with what he did in the All-Star game. Hitting 16 threes? A little 50-burger. Um, Doug, there's – listen, I know you, we're going to get to a, a major topic that you're hot on. But when you watch Curry, there's really nothing like him in sports. He like it's electric to watch quarterbacks, pitchers throwing no hitters. Um, but what Curry is doing with these threes and turning around with the ball in the middle of the air on a 35 foot shot, like you just don't see that. It puts an excitement level to what he's doing. Like the, I, I'm not into all stars. Jason, I've never seen Jason, the Pro Bowl. Jason, but Steph Jason, Curry just J- saved the weekend. Jason, yes, Doug, stop it. Please, like, what, what are you talking about? Like, Stop. like it, you it, asked me how my weekend was, bro. <laughs> Steph it's Curry the worst. It. It, like, first of all, like if the if your thought of the weekend is Steph Curry, then I'm 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 strugg- I'm struggling. Secondly, uh, you're why are you struggling? The head coach of Michigan, yes, I know, I'm aware, took a swing on national TV yeah. at an assistant coach of Wisconsin. Yeah, okay, and people's takeaway is. Wait for it. We shouldn't shake hands at the end of games. Well, wait, wait, wait. Time out. Time out, Doug. Doug, Doug. I need a 20-second timeout three three minutes into the show. What do you mean people's takeaway? Who are these people that you speak of? There's a, there's a tremendous amount of discussion in the media, right? in the media, reputable people that we don't need to have handshake. Okay, again, I need to read again, these columns and see these because these aren't I think this is like it feels I've, straw manish to say no handshake lines. That is an idiotic moronic statement that I, I just refuse to believe that's true. Give me the name of someone I can go read that right now because I've not uh, seen that. That Seth, is an insane Seth Greenberg, take. I believe Dick Vitale is there, Mark Price. Wait, Seth Greenberg. Who, oh, this comes full circle on Steph Curry. Yes. Mark Price? Yes. He said Mark, no Mark handshake Price. lines? Yes. Can we get him on the phone, Jay Stu? Uh, can we interview Mark Price this morning? Y- yes. Um, I don't want to talk to Seth Greenberg. He hates me, by the way. Um, a- anyway, can, let's 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 talk about what I no handshake I, I, lines. What what I what I think is, without any question, the biggest discussion point in sports because there's a there's there's layers to it. Okay, it's not just you have incredible institutions and the second highest paid faculty member at those institutions in Wisconsin and Michigan. It's on CBS. It's on national TV. Uh, it's at the end of a game. You have Juwan Howard, who's a who's a man of quality repute, right? Like, people like Juwan Howard. Not just – he was – like, he's the guy of the Fab Five that feels like he always had his stuff more together. Like, he was always – feels like he was more mature than anybody else. That's why he – his – you know, he's been elevated to being the head coach and he's so respected. But like 
you have that. You do have the fact that he is black. The assistant he took a swing at is white. You had a fight that ensued after. It wasn't, he wasn't part of a melee. Like he basically started the melee. And then thankfully you had it in Wisconsin where you have Wisconsin fans going, oh, geez, oh, Pete, there's a fight down there, right? If it happens in some other arena, God forbid some fan gets involved or there's there's fans close, you know, something gets thrown onto the court and it gets even worse. Like on national TV, the head coach of Michigan took a swing who was a former player, okay, took a swing at an assistant coach of Wisconsin who's a former player. Like, that actually just happened. I'm still dumbfounded that it actually happened. All right, so let me kind of walk you through things. Wisconsin put a whooping on Michigan. Okay, they're up Everybody's 20. doing that this year, right? Michigan stinks. Uh, I don't think they're... I don't think they're very good. It's been a disappointing season for Jawan Howard. I think that adds a layer to it. His frustrations have been boiling over for weeks. No but question. this is a guy who runs hot. You remember the Big Ten tournament last year with Turgeon? Howard, yeah. uh, Howard yes. and Turgeon had him had a moment. Yeah. Yes, and he he had a he had a moment not with with an official early in the week when they when they beat Iowa in the first half. Um, there's 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 been some moments there, um, but I you know and and I think. I, I, I don't think that it's the disappointing season, which may or may not end up, I think, less likely, obviously, now in the NCAA tournament. But it is a, a disappointing year. But they're down 20. Um, they're pressing. And at the end of the game, Greg Gard empties the bench. And, you know, when you put in walk-ons, they're not used to facing a team that's pressing them. There's six seconds run off the shot clock when, Mich- when Wisconsin's trying to get the ball into the front court. Okay, there's a rule in college basketball that if the offense calls a timeout, it resets the 10-second count. You know, you get 10 seconds to get the ball across half court, right? So Wisconsin calls timeout. That that ticks off Juwan Howard, right? The game is essentially over, and you why do you call a timeout with 20 seconds left to go in the game? You, you know, and the you play to be- win the game. That's why. Okay, <laughs> so so they're going to handshake lines and. Keep in mind, normally, okay, normally here's how it works. Okay, the head coach leads the handshake lines. Everybody gets behind the head coach. Normally, there the first thing that happens, the buzzer sounds. The head coach is at midcourt, shakes the hand of the other head coach. If there's going to be a blow by, you know, the old short handshake, the old fu. Okay, it's still the head coach is usually first. In this particular case. That wasn't what was happening. The players were shaking hands, and he was, you know, a yard or so inside, and Greg Gard came up and tries it. It felt like he was trying to cool it down, explain his timeout. Here's what Greg Gard said happened in the handshake line. All right, we'll get that for you. We'll get that for you in a second. So basically, Greg, Greg Gard said, you know, I'm, I'm trying to explain why we did the timeout, and Juwan Howard wasn't having it, and Juwan Howard yeah, said... I was walking through it. Um, you know, I know he didn't come through right away. He came in later after some of the players, and he was going down the line with everybody, and they were all fine. And he came up to me and pulled his max, max down and said, I'll remember that, and he started pointing it at me and tapped me in the chest. And I said, hold on. Let me explain to you why I took the timeout. Maybe he doesn't know the rule that you get the 10 seconds reset. I wasn't going to put my players in that type of situation to have to break up 
press in four seconds, coming stiff and cold off the bench. I wouldn't do that for a regular group. I can take a timeout. That's um, it gives my players the best chance to have success. So that's where it started that he said, I'll remember that, I'll remember that. And I said, hey, let me tell you why I did what I did. And he didn't want any part of it and um, kept moving on. Okay, so here's Juwan Howard's perspective. Well, wait, guard left off that he put his hands on Howard in the line, right? Right. Here's Juwan Howard. That's kind of a big deal. Hold on, here's Juwan Howard. You know, I addressed with uh, the head coach that I will remember that <laughs> because of that timeout. And uh, for someone to touch me, and I think that was very uncalled for for him to touch me as we were verbalizing and communicating with one another. So uh, that's what ended up happening, and that's what escalated it. Touching, touching me unnecessary wasn't wasn't cause for that when we were talking. And at that, at that point, you know, I thought that was you know time to protect myself. Oh God! Like. But- it's it's just honestly the whole touching thing. I I, I understand on a level. Juwan Howard, six foot ten. I had to protect myself. Like, dude, stop it. You're, it's this whole thing is embarrassing. First of all, neither of them said, you know what? I, I'm I'm embarrassed for what happened, and I apologize. Not once. Okay, neither of them. Second of all, like we act like Greg Gard goes up and he's going to do something and his him him trying to explain somehow puts the defensive on Juwan Howard. Like, would we just stop? Okay, here here's the problem, Jason. Here's the problem. Juwan Howard is the head coach of Michigan. Okay? And I don't know if uh, if enough people understand like Michigan is they view themselves as better than everybody else. And I think they're viewed as one of the pristine universities in all of America, right? Michigan and Wisconsin think of themselves as, hey, we're like Ivy League schools, only we like to party and we got great sports. That's how they think of themselves, okay? So he, he's he's acting like he's a player, okay? The whole, you put, he put his hands on me. And if you, first of all, when you're head coach, it's different. Second of all, If you're the head coach, you're supposed to lead the handshake lines. And, oh, yeah, by the way, if you are going to view it as a player, there's one rule in basketball that everyone knows when 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 things get tense. What is that? What is that rule, Jason? Um, You know, adults in the room have to kind of settle down and you never throw a punch. That's the rule. I, no one, no okay. one throws a punch. No one throws a slap. You do not. Every everyone knows it. He played in the NBA for over a decade. He knows it. Okay. And, and, like, again, I, I understand that a grown man, you're like, yo, man, we put your hands on me. You're, 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 you're heated. But, like, his, his temper is embarrassing. The whole thing is, is embarrassing. Now, here's – what do you think should happen? Well, I, I need to back up. Will? It's, it's okay. tougher than what do you think should happen. So, Doug, here's my thing. Is there precedent for a moment like this in no. sports where a coach – no throws. I, I don't. I mean, I think fight no. is strong. I would go with skirmish because I don't think like anybody got dropped. I think there was like hands flying, but it was no. There were punches thrown afterwards. There was definitely a Juwan Howard punch thrown. Um, no, Juwan. It was. It was a. It's a slap, but whatever. You. You. If you go into a swinging motion, yeah, that's not a good look. It shows poor sportsmanship. But is there precedent? Extremely <laughs> poor. Extremely poor. So is there precedent for a punch thrown? Uh, I mean, the only thing is Woody Hayes punching a kid, but it's that's Hayes punching an actual player, right? So like, not it, the it, same. It. Okay, no, I've, so I've, I've going... never, I've never seen this before. Okay. I, I know coaches have squared off and gotten into it back in the olden days, 
but never on national TV, never in the handshake line. See, and and that makes it difficult for metting out a punishment here. So, and I know people are not going to like to hear this. In the offseason, the head coach of one of the best programs in America, Mark Few, got popped for driving under the influence. He got a one-game suspension. I know that's an individual thing. It does not involve poor sportsmanship. It was not captured on national television. From my point of view, a DUI is significantly worse than throwing a punch at another coach. Significantly worse. Not even close. Now, it's tough to compare those two, but it is a suspension. Not, dude, you're comparing something. You're, Apples you're comparing, to um, onions. How's that? It's yeah, not. So, it's, but so it's a suspension. You're talking. What's a suspension? What's a punishment? Well, this is what the punishment was for Mark Few. Do we have other examples of coaches being punished? Because right now, I see five games left for Michigan. I think you suspend Howard for the rest of the regular season and probably the Big Ten tournament to avoid an incident with guard. Because if, if some some wise guy on social media, Doug, I don't know if you saw this, put together a clip of all the guard Howard handshakes. There's been, I believe, three or four. And every single time, it's been a little tense. It was either a quick, get the hell out of my face, one of those fast ones. So these two have an issue. I personally would suspend Howard for the rest of the regular season and the Big Ten tournament and let him coach the the March Madness if they make it. But that or, would or be— the NIT. Yeah. If, NIT, whatever. Um, are you saying suspend? Because personally, I'm saying, no, you do not fire Jawan Howard over this. I don't think that's even on the table. But— we know that the president of Michigan was recently bounced for, um, shall we say, uh, an inappropriate relationship in the building. Uh, there is a lengthy email trail. That story is ugly. And I don't know if there's leadership right now at Michigan to say, we're firing this guy. Can the board get together and say, let's get him out. We're going to bring in X coach who we're going to overpay. Sure, you could easily do that. I personally don't see that happening. I don't think it's on the table. Do you? It's definitely on the table. I don't think he should be fired. Like okay, uh, we're, if we're to have, we're gonna have real talk here. Are we gonna do the we're gonna do the, the 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 media thing. Like the real talk is, what would have happened? Okay, Greg Gard's white. Howard Isley, who played at Boston College, played in the NBA as an assistant, at Michigan. Tables are turned. Greg Gard swings at Howard Isley. What happens today? Well, you just said, are we gonna do the real talk thing? And then you came up with a a, a fake scenario. No, the real talk is that if Greg Gard were to swing at Howard Isley. Slap Howard Isley. Greg Gard would have been fired before he got into the locker room. Fine. What if this was a female assistant coach who swung at an, an opposing coach? Like, you could do this all day. I don't want to do that. I don't like making up a fake, hey, if I'm, the black-white tables you, were turned. Why? Because it, it's, it's a real part of the discussion. But that hasn't happened. I, I understand it hasn't hasn't happened. But but I, I, I think Juwan, because of the quality of his reputation as a human being, okay, is is he gets a bit of a reprieve. I mean, the the real talk. Of course, you should be fired. Like, of course, you should be fired. It's embarrassing. What you did was it was embarrassing. Embarrassing, right? But dude, fired? What, what? Yes, he basically he set off what could have been a really ugly brawl. Could have, would have, should have, Doug. Come on, it wasn't. It was an ugly they, moment. Were the wait? Were the kids fighting before he before he slapped Krabenhoff or after? A- after after okay, so, guard grabbed Howard and then Howard swung at him. Yes, and I'm not excusing he Howard's didn't behavior. Swing, he didn't swing at guard. He didn't swing at guard. Fine. Swung at whoever. Swung at the entire Wisconsin team. It doesn't matter. Doug, you know this. If if you go in to meet somebody and they put hands on you, I know your senses are going to be— put hands on you. He's six foot ten. Did guard not grab him by the shirt? Did guard not grab him and say, wait, you got to hear my side? If somebody grabs you— He's trying to calm him down. 
I'm not don't, a, grab I'm a, not, uh, don't grab a guy six foot oh, eight God, who's dude. significantly bigger than you. Just don't no, do on, that. On, honestly, somebody grabs you and they want to talk to you. You look them in the eye and you have a. You I have say, a what the hell discussion. are you doing putting your hands on me? No, you don't. You have a man to man civilized conversation. Yes. Doug, yes. when was the last time somebody put their hands on you? That's what I thought. Uh, it doesn't happen often because guess what? Stuff's going to escalate if no, that happens. I'm no, not. I'm not no, saying guard is no, at fault. No, I'm not no, doing no, no. that. Me, I'm speaking you, you asked in me reality. A question, you asked me a question, and okay. then you waited a, like half a second. Let me. You, you asked Here. me a question. Okay. When you have, first of all, the, people, a lot, coaches, for example, when they have discussions, oftentimes, right? Whether it's the coaches lobby at the Final Four, where you're running into a guy, a lot of times guys will make. There are physical contact guys. And look, there are people who they, they don't like the physical contact or whatever, but you put your hands on somebody, yeah, yo, man, yo. hey, and and I know there are lots of people who don't like to be touched. I understand that, right? But there's a difference in don't like to be touched and the yo, man, like I'm, I, I, like almost claiming self defense here. Well, like, that that is ridiculous. Yes, the, the whole the, thing the is ridiculous. Okay, so again, here, here's here's the answer. To your question, do I think he should be fired? No, I think it's overreactive to be fired. I don't like. I'm not. I. I don't like. I. It's a really ugly, bad incident, and it's a. It's a black eye for everyone involved. Everyone has a little bit of fault in it, right? Like, like you know, Joel Krabenhoff comes in, and there's and like I. I think actually the players are generally least at fault, okay? Because. When the punches were thrown, many of them, I think they feel like they're defending their coach, which is, you know, it, when you go into these road environments, you feel like it's us against the world. And when you, the coach is your example. Okay. So I think the players should get the, the, the ones that swung, they're going to have to sit at least a game. I think that's fair. I don't think they should get more than that. I think the, the coaches should, should sevi- see the most severe in, in a, in the real world. Yeah. Juwan Howard should be out of a job today, but just because of what he represents, he represents Michigan and he completely lost his cool. It's not the first time he's lost his cool. It's not, it's not the first time they've had a handshake line incident and this is on him. You're, you know, they, they say you're either coaching it or allowing it. In this case, you're representing it. Right? But, but I, I don't think he should be fired. Right? But I mean, I just can't imagine a worse scenario where the head coach of Michigan took a swing at another head coach. Well, I'll coach. tell you this, Doug. Another assistant coach. If, if Jawan Howard was, I don't know, 7-16 and 16 right now, given the expectations for this team and winning the Big Ten last year and going to the Elite Eight, uh, yeah, I think he'd probably be fired. And you'd have to admit, whether you would like to or not, can he coach, can he win, can he recruit? That stuff matters. And this that would be a huge loss for Michigan <sighs> uh, if you, you bounce Jawan Howard after three years for this. Huge loss. Yeah, I, 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 I just look. You, we, we'll, we'll get back. We'll circle back to this because there are many different layers to it. Um, and thankfully, there was no malice at the palace. Thankfully, like everybody walked away okay. I actually agree with generally your suspension. I think guard probably should get should 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 get a game. Um, but man, that was that 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 was something. Um, LeBron James. You're acting about Steph Curry shooting, making 16 threes is the story of the All-Star game. To me, it's LeBron James' comments combined with the story about clutch sports. I want to get into that. 
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb and Jason McIntyre in for Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show, President's Day Monday. Hope you're great. Um, all right, so Jay, your takeaway from All-Star Weekend was Steph Curry's amazing. Most people's uh, takeaway from All-Star Game was, God, that was, I, I don't, like dunk dunk contest wasn't even fun. That was the worst dunk contest in the history of dunk contests. That being uh, said, I don't think the dunk contest is dead. I explained that on Straight Fire. It's not over. It's just you know it's going through a down cycle right now uh, since we lost Zach Levine since he stopped dunking. Um, Zach Levine, the Space Jam series of dunks. Doug, uh, it's got like fifty-seven million views on YouTube. Zach Levine is they, they need him in the dunk contest. Anyways, continue. Um, uh, you know, and then the game itself is not really a game. And then they had the, the 75th anniversary team where I don't know, how did Damian Lillard make it to the 75th anniversary team? Like, I don't, th- this is, this is where we are in the NBA where you can't actually say Damian Lillard in the 75th anniversary team. How, how, Wait, why? Yeah. I, I don't really, und- I, I, this is going to sound bad. A dugout is weird, but for whatever reason, like when, when they do the hall of fame ceremony in the NFL, I, I just, I don't really care. I don't watch it. Um, I don't even know who's on the 75th anniversary team. Like, it doesn't really matter I, to me. I, I don't uh, so either. I didn't even I know Damian Lillard was on it. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I, I don't I know what I, the – what does that mean? He's one of the 75 greatest players in the history of the sport? Yes. I mean, it's not insane. But it's I insane. would have to really break it. Really? It's insane. Has he ever really been a, one of the five best players in, the, in, 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 in any given year? Uh, this this will you shock said, you. Who do you think, and and I've already done the research on this because I've broken it down in granular detail. Who do you think has more MVP first place votes in his career, John Stockton or Damian Lillard? Well, probably Damian Lillard. There you go. So, yes, he's been a top five player. John Stockton has never never gotten a first place vote for the NBA MVP award. Never once. So? Damian Lillard has. Okay. He's finished in the top five in the MVP voting before. Uh, John Stockton has never done that. Who's a better player? Well, John Stockton has an impregnable stats, since that's a word we're going to use later on in the show. No, no, no. Um, I asked you, ask you a question. Who's a, who's a better player? I take Damian Lillard in a heartbeat. Okay. Well, then, I mean, again, you also think that Steph Curry's a point guard, so. He whatever. is a point guard. <laughs> you, come on. Your guy, Brad Stevens, changed things a few years ago when he said there's three positions. There's guard, who's a ball handler. There's a wing, and there's a big. There's three positions. So things have shifted a little bit. Is he a tradi- is Curry a traditional nineteen eighties point guard listen, like listen, Magic listen, Johnson? Listen, listen, let me no. let me just let me. Just, I'm going to say something to you, and I'm I'm going to try not sound condescending. Oh, here okay? we go, here we go. Okay, Doug Gottlieb, point guard, by the way. No, if if you if you would if you're going to take if you're going to take Damian Lillard, okay, take Damian Lillard over John Stockton in a real basketball game to win a basketball game, then I can't really have a conversation with you. So what do we do for the next two and a half hours? Well, we just avoid that conversation. Because- Why? I love to go head on into the stuff that you don't want to talk about. That's where you get clarity because, because, and smarter. Because that takes us a field from, that ta- I mean, John Stockton is the all-time leader in assists. He and was steals. A great, he was the, and steals, and he was a great defense yeah, player. Yeah, he started steals. like 18 years, never missed a game, blah, blah, blah. Now he's an anti-vaxxer. We know all that crap. But I, I, again, I, I can actually separate the the church and state of the the. It's not just these anti vaxxer There's like some crazy. Town no, stuff he's a there. crazy guy with this stuff. You know that. Well, right. But we we've had lots of people go off the reservations on on different things. I'm just talking about John Stockton, the player. It ain't close. Yeah. 
okay. It ain't cl- There's a reason that they, they couldn't get past Jordan, but they could get but through again, the West. But again, they, the, you just said they. It's him and Carl Malone. They were a package deal. Yes. D- Damian Lillard has never before played with anyone that could sniff Carl Malone's career. Never. Again, a lot of this is circumstance, Doug, and we we forget that. Whether it's Matt Stafford in Detroit, dumpster fire Detroit for 12 years, never winning a playoff game. Oh, my gosh. And then he goes to a good team, and wow. Matt Stafford had the stats that he's a top-five quarterback this year. And he goes 4-0 in the playoffs and wins the Super Bowl with a game-winning drive after game-winning drives against Tampa and game-winning drives against Sanford. Wait, Matt Stafford is really good now because he left a crappy situation and is in a good one. Oh, Damian oh, Lillard oh. was always the best player on his team. John Stockton was never the best player on his team. Carl Malone was always the best player on that team. And he had a great team, and he looks like an all-time great. He certainly is. He's a top five, six-point guard in the history of the sport. No Who? doubt. Who is? John Stockton. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely top five. Okay. Damian Lillard's a top five point well, guard. Well, that's the thing. Score? Damian Lillard is not a point guard. Damian Lillard's a shooting guard. You know that. So, Damian Lillard's a shooting guard. Steph Curry's, Steph Curry's a, point a point guard. guard. Yes. Okay. Like I said, like I said, let's do us ourselves a favor and not talk about actual. <laughs> we can do basketball. it anytime. It's fine. Because, yeah. because, because you, one, you're contradicting yourself, and two, you're just, let, let's just, let's just, let's just shift this thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not agreeing to disagree. Okay, you don't know what you're talking about, okay, and right. so I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna move this, so move this game over. Game point guard. Okay. okay, got it, got it. Right. Okay. Like, and by there's two ends to a basketball floor. There's a reason that yes, Damian John Stockton defensively historically great, awesome. Okay, so Never if the there's three aspects, there's three aspects to a player, and John Stockton shot over 50 percent from the field. Like, what are we actually discussing? It's the not. Ki- actually- he was he was the king of the mid range point guards. Awesome shooter. Uh, Damian Lillard, real. Damian Lillard's an amazing shooter, shooter. Yeah. an amazing shooter, amazing. Okay. Uh, and remember, but, your question but, was, who would I rather have for a game? Not yeah, who's it, better historically. Well, both, and, and neither is neither is particularly close. Let's let's get to the story of the weekend, which is on, on two points. One, LeBron James said, I think it was was it Friday or Saturday. He said, the door is not closed. On returning to Cleveland, he also said that his last year in the NBA, he wants to play wherever he plays, wherever Bronny is, that's where he's going to play. Okay. And by the way, Bronny's high school team, Sierra Canyon, was beaten Friday. They're upset by uh, another private school called Harvard Westlake. Wow. At Sierra Canyon. I didn't know that. Holy cow. Um, yeah, I think Bronny had four four points in the game. I mean, he's a good he's a good player, a good prospect, but. Uh, I, I, yeah, I saw the ra- in like you know, depending on what you believe of rivals and all these ranking services, he's like in the fifties in his class, right? Fifties or sixties? Yeah, I'm like, look, uh, if his name wasn't uh, Bronny James, I think he'd be a very, very well regarded college prospect, like a mid major plus, high major minus, with the potential to be a high major player, right? So, I mean, I I think most everybody would outside of the super elites would recruit him and the super elites would probably re- rec- recruit him. Um, but not as like a one and done type type kid as a, as a good program guy who has a chance to eventually he's got a really high, he's a, he has a bright basketball player. He's a very good defensive player. He can make shots. Like he looks the part. He's just not a star, right? It's just not, not, not a star. Um, anyway, so there's the, there's the, that LeBron part. Then comes out yesterday Multiple reports that Clutch Sports is not happy with Rob Palinka because Palinka would not would not pull the trigger 
on a trade deadline deal that would send Russell Westbrook and a future first-round pick, like in in 2027, to Houston for John Wall, who, of course, hasn't played this year, is under contract with Houston, and is a Clutch Sports uh, client. Now, now this, I actually do want your reaction to. What do you think? You want my reaction to everything, Doug. No, I, 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 don't, I, don't want, I don't want to talk you do. point guard. You're I don't afraid. want to talk point guard. You're, you're in, in no. fear. Not no. Greg Gard afraid of Juwan Howard, but nevertheless. Um, I don't have a problem with both both sides here. I don't think there's any problems with LeBron being upset. Hey, Lakers, why didn't you trade for John Wall? We could have used him. Westbrook stinks. But at the same time, the Lakers very clearly said, wait a minute. You and AD convinced us to trade for Westbrook because you guys like him. And it's a dumpster fire, and now you want us to clean up your mess? No, Correct. figure it out. So I don't have a problem with either side. Listen, LeBron gets what he wants. He is historically the greatest player in NBA history. Everywhere he's gone, he's won championships. He wins in Miami, stack team. He goes to Cleveland. People want to play with him. Wins again. Takes down the great Warriors team. Then he goes to the Lakers. Wins again. Builds a team. So yeah, LeBron should get what he wants. I have no issue with him being upset with Palinka. I don't really have any issue with anything he said All-Star Weekend. And Doug, again, I know you listen to Straight Fire all the time. It's been obvious for a while that this is what LeBron is going to do. He is going to become a free agent when his son is eligible to get drafted. I think we probably agree right now. Bronny's not a lottery pick. Is he a first round pick? Talent wise, I don't. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I would lean on some of the guys who watch him all the time. But Doug, I'll say this: somebody is drafting him in the first round because they know. They're getting LeBron James coming with him that's setting up a Ken Griffey Jr. type scenario, which is LeBron has talked about for years. He wants to play with his son. It's never been done before in NBA history. Same team. It's been done in Major League Baseball. It was awesome for the sport. Um, I think somebody will draft Bronny in the first round. If you're Sacramento, if you are Orlando, you want to sell out your arena all season long, you want the LeBron James goodbye tour with his younger son, you do it in a heartbeat. I think this is a win-win for the league, for LeBron. And I don't think Lakers fans should be upset, Doug. Uh, if you're if you're a Lakers fan this morning and you're ticked off that LeBron's leaving in two years or even talking about it, wake up, guys! Wake up. Okay, let's let's let, let's start with uh, we we will agree that everyone knows he wants to play with Bronny. That's where the agreements end. Okay, that can go unspoken. You can give your affinity for the city of Cleveland for your two different stints in Cleveland. You're under contract with the Los Angeles Lakers. They have moved mountains. Okay, move mountains to try and build a roster to your liking. Okay, they have they have withstood the fact that you showed up drunk to a game when you were injured a couple years ago. Okay, they've they've put up with a lot, but that's because you're LeBron. You did win a championship in the bubble two years ago. And LeBron is still playing with great energy. LeBron shows up in shape. He does his work. He's a professional. He's amazing. But under no circumstances is it okay to talk about playing somewhere else when you have a year and a half left under contract with the Lakers or with any team. Again, this is the – I cannot believe that – you, for example, or others, you know, just like the first discussion, like Dick Vitale, we should eliminate handshake lines. Like, wait, oh, that's your, that's your take. Don't take, take a jab at Vitale. Come on. That's, He's in a tough spot. <laughs> I love Dick Vitale. Yeah, okay. Uh, Dick Vitale my, was, has been amazing to me and to my late father. Okay. Uh, but uh, again, my point is more, 
a coach takes a, the coach of Michigan takes a swing at the assistant coach of Wisconsin, and your takeaway is we should do a handshake lines. LeBron James t- says the door is still open to Cleveland with a year and a half left in contract, and you're trying to fix the Lakers this year. Here's what he's telling you: like he's checked out. Hey, he's he's doing exactly well, Anthony what Davis just went down. So this season he's checked out. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> but why? Well, Why? Again, this is, now, this I, is, I'll make an argument when we get to Chris Paul and his major injury that the door is now slightly ajar per, for the Lakers that's to a make perfect, a run uh, when AD uh, gets uh, healthy. I, I, uh, we, can, we can discuss that, but like, what you have done is, is so divisive to the Lakers, mm. to the organization that you work for. There is, the what do you mean they know, they the, know deal? the deal? They know he's going wherever his son is going. You're upset that he said it out loud, right? No, that, that's the problem. This was, everybody knew this, Doug. Come on, wherever yes. the sun goes, right? So who cares that he said it out loud? Because you're under contract with the Lakers, you're mid-season with the Lakers, you're fighting to make the playoffs with the Lakers, and then next year you have a season with the Lakers. Okay, you don't do it again. Think, I, think I, about I, that. I, Hold on, I'll think. Think about that. Do you know how how would my bosses react? Okay, if I sat here and said, you know, I was at ESPN for 10 years, not close to the door, uh, when my contract's up on, on ESPN. And I, my, Doug, man, I love I know, you. You're not LeBron James. LeBron's averaging 29-7-6. and six. He's the greatest player in NBA history. No, Dude can not. say whatever he no, wants. He's not. No, he's he can not. say whatever he wants. And by the way, you know who else loves this? The NBA. They gave no, us they, a talking no, point don't. on no, Monday morning in the first hour no, of a national radio no, show. No, We're no, talking about don't. quotes potentially no, two don't. years down the road. They love no, this. No, they don't. LeBron is giving no. chum to all the media. There's going to be columns written about this. There's going to be takes on TV, radio, podcasts. This is a story that's thanks the to problem. LeBron. How is that a problem? problem? That's the problem. Oh, we should talk about the dunk contest. You're right. I forgot. No, yeah. no. Talking talking about a place that that you don't work for when you're under contract for a year and a half, you don't do that. Okay, that violates any anybody's sense of what's right from a team perspective. You talk about a guy like he's some great teammate, like. Dude, he, all he's playing this year is to put up numbers to to, to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's not play. You got to play to win. Well, you don't okay? think he's trying to win. You don't think LeBron's trying to win this year. I I I do okay. think he's. Okay. I, I, I think I, I think he's trying to win. But I think what's really important to him is is the the legacy stuff. Like he has obviously pretty much checked out of the idea of winning with this team and he's checked out he's either leveraging the Lakers to give him a Kobe Bryant like contract no. extension and and then draft uh, draft Bronny James hey man I don't really want to move I don't want to up with my family but I will if you don't want to re-up me and give me four more years or whatever or, or give me another deal um you don't say that out loud. You don't say it in front of a camera. It is, it, it's at, at minimum, it's divisive to your current team. And he's done this before, okay? When he was mad that they didn't make the Anthony Davis trade two years ago. And he pouted. And he sat by himself at the end of the bench, okay? So I, 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 think, I think we can both agree that we knew that was ultimately his plan, but saying that there's a possibility of playing back in Cleveland a year and a half from now is, it's embarrassing. You don't do it. 
No one would say it's okay. And you said I'm not LeBron James. I agree, which makes it even more important that LeBron James doesn't say it doesn't act this way, and yet he has. Speaking of LeBron, what you pointed out, there's Chris Paul injury news, and Chris Paul is a point guard for the best team in the Western Conference. How does it affect the rest of the league? With Jason McIntyre, I'm Doug Gottlieb. That's next on the Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Doug Gottlieb, Jason McIntyre, in for Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. All right, let, let's get to uh, this part of the NBA story, which is Chris Paul, who's playing in the All-Star game, is going to be out six to eight weeks with a thumb injury. The thumb injury apparently is the same one that Jimmy Garoppolo had and played through in the playoffs. Jason, now that, I want your reaction to. It's funny. I, you, we know Rick Buecher. Obviously, you know him. Uh, I had him on my podcast last week, and we're – I said, you know, there is a path to the Western Conference Finals for the Lakers. Doug, Rick laughed for a solid 10 seconds, just cracking up. Like, no way, this is impossible. No shot. Well, what happens? Chris Paul, I think we would agree, Doug, he's the most important player. Not the best. I think that's Devin Booker. But the most important player of the Phoenix Suns is Chris Paul. And down for six to eight weeks means he's going to be done for the rest of the regular season. And we know Chris Paul at his advanced age, given his injury history, they're not rushing him back. So there is a scenario where Chris Paul down, Suns sag, Warriors, Draymond Green, we don't know about his back, Memphis still too young. All of a sudden, the top of the West, Doug, does not look great. The top of the East is stacked beyond belief. Top five teams in the East are ridiculously loaded. And all of a sudden, the West, you're like, huh, If Anthony Davis is healthy and LeBron is healthy, any playoff series the Lakers go into, Doug, they will have two of the best three players on the court. Fact or fiction? Uh, Fact. Okay. There's a scenario. Two of the best three players on the court? Two of the best three. Okay. I mean, I guess, yeah, sure. There is a scenario where the Lakers, who, by the way, were leading Phoenix 2-1 last year and up in game four before AD went down, and they, of course, fell apart, where the Lakers get healthy and make a push and make the Western Conference Finals. I don't think that's out of the realm, and this Chris Paul injury is massive. It's just enormous for the Suns, who were playing incredible basketball. Nobody cares, nobody talks about them. A 48-10, and 10, I believe, is their record. Um, and this does lead, Doug, um, to the Chris Paul injury history, which is almost as bad as Kyrie Irving's in the playoffs. Chris Paul, I believe, other than last postseason, when he did have the shoulder thing, has been hurt and missed multiple games in the postseason every year almost of his career. And now here he is again, getting injured. Now I know it's fluky, it's a thumb, but Doug, I'm just telling you, like I know the Suns are great, but man, this is not good news. No, but I mean, you know, six to eight with a thumb, I, he's gonna be fine. I, I he, here's the problem with your argument about the Lakers. I don't even know how the, if they're not when the when those two are healthy, they're not. They haven't beaten any of the good teams. Right, they're they're just not. They don't. They 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 struggle with mediocre teams when both of them are healthy. That's just the reality of it. And you know, so I I think we view the Lakers like Anthony Davis hasn't been playing well. Like he just he's not. Doesn't look. He's not. He's not playing now. Maybe he has to play himself into better shape or better condition. But he was. He hadn't been playing well. LeBron James, though the numbers are there, he's not the same guy at the defensive end, and. They're just a mess. They can't guard anybody. And we, 
I think fans and media members are alike and aligned on this particular thing, and this is a, this is a big thing. We we deal with dated data. That's really what it is. Our data is dated, and guys, that it's like we have a tough time embracing Memphis. I Memphis is a real team now. You know, like very do good. I do I think Desmond Bain is a top five player, top ten player in the NBA? Like no, but uh, they're a, they're a real team, and the way basketball is played now it's not as much about i don't believe stars you have to have a star or two stars but it's about the totality of the team because the three-point shot it it, the three-point shot was a what it was initially designed for has has completely changed the makeup of the league where inferior teams inferior players like you're not going to put anybody up against LeBron James, for example, and say he's a better player than LeBron. But because guys can hit threes at a higher rate than LeBron, and because in you have you can put four guys out there that can make threes and they can play team oriented defense and their defense is far better than the Lakers, I I I I think that you're doing the old fashioned way of the NBA, which again last up until the last five or so years has worked where you have the two best players, you just figure it out, you're on ISO ball, and they win. I, I don't think the Lakers are even in the discussion as, they, as they're currently comprised. We definitely have to do this longer because we're almost out of time this hour. That being said, Doug, we've seen this before. Okay, Regular season, LeBron not as locked in. Playoffs, you get a different LeBron. Right, people play defense in the postseason. Sure. Memphis, Doug, come on, we, I got to see their half court offense in the playoffs. They've never won a playoff series, never. 